Welcome to the Dweeb the People podcast, where we're taking a deep dive into dweeb culture. I'm Steven. I'm Randy. I'm Dee. And today we're talking about the Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 4, The Last of the Starks. So get ready to say goodbye to a bunch of people. But don't lose your head over it. And now it's time to leave the people. Welcome to the Dweeb the People podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Dweeb the People. You can find Steven on Twitter at Dweeb Steven. You can find Randy on Twitter at Casual Chinos. And you can find D at Dweeb D Pants. Today we're talking about Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 4, The Last of the Starks. And I finally updated that block of text. Yeah, and you did it <laughs> twice, too. That's awesome. And the only reason I updated it is because I completely deleted it last week for Avengers Endgame. Oh. So I had to retype it. <laughs> <laughs> so hi, Randy. Hi, D. Hello. Hey, guys. What do y'all want to talk about today? I guess Game of Thrones. I have a bunion. Oh, wait. Oh. Never mind. <laughs> I was thinking about getting a new tattoo. Should I talk about that? Ooh, that's our Dweeb the Tattoo podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anybody have any Starbucks today? I did, actually. Is so that, is this is a starting gate? off there. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> All right. So I'm sure a lot of you have seen because we posted on our social media. We are on probably it. before everybody. Yeah. I mean, probably because they know us. They sent it directly to us. And I haven't heard anyone conflicting that opinion. So I'm yeah. going to go ahead and say, yeah, true. First ones to report. There's a Starbucks in Winterfell. <laughs> so, yeah, you're all very aware of this, that uh, there was apparently... I'm not even going to say it's Starbucks. It was just a coffee cup. Yeah. Because I'm sure they have coffee on set. And all the little cups look the same. So, this was absolutely intentional, correct? <laughs> I mean... It was really easily missed, though. Like, I didn't catch it. Well, they got to miss something out of... Frickin' eight years. Yeah. Well, that's my thing, is they haven't missed anything for eight seasons. <laughs> Not only that, um, I did watch the game revealed, and also the whatever the Benioff and Weiss do after HBO airs it. Yeah. And there were multiple shots. <laughs> multiple shots. In which that coffee cup is not... is. Very obviously not there. They are fi- they are showing you the exact spot where the coffee cup should be, and there's uh-huh. absolutely nothing there. And then it airs with it. It has to be intentional. It has to be... No, it's from different angles. So, I mean, they'll spend, like, 30 minutes to, like, an, a long time shooting that scene just from the angle where they see John and Tormund in the foreground and Danny in the background. And then they'll shoot the entire scene again with... The opposite side. So we're talking. There's a long time in between shots here. So I mean, and nobody noticed. Well, probably not. I mean, there's there are continua continuity continuity continuity. Inuit. I, I keep saying it the same way, but I'm trying to say it differently. Hmm. Continuity. <laughs> <laughs> Continuity. Yes. Oh. There you go. 
<laughs> continuity. Uh, there are people that speci- you know specified to do that. So, yeah. like, if you knock off a lamp in a scene, it's their job to put make sure that lamp is back up there if they reshoot the scene. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're probably in charge of scanning for coffee and well, <laughs> cell phones. <laughs> they missed that one. I just, We're, I refuse to believe it was an accident. Really? Why would they do that on purpose? Because do you know how many people were talking about it? I, I know Game of Thrones doesn't need people to talk. I was going to say Game of Thrones but, needs no promotion. Yeah, Game of Thrones has kind of become a meme of itself. Like, it, yeah, they, they strive for the meme thing, and hey. Everybody loves it. It's fine. Whatever. Danny likes a... <laughs> it's cool. A nice cappuccino, macchiato, yeah. so, whatever. She so needed a think, pumpkin spice latte. You think they're just going for... Are you thinking Danny's just basic? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no way. That thing's pumpkin spiced everything. That's what he's saying. That's what we're saying. Get on... Continuity. Get on the same page. <laughs> Continuity. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, obviously people have been going crazy with this. Uh, they're going to edit this out of the show, I'm sure, if it's not done nope. already. No. Still there. Still there. Really? Because really? Well, I'll be honest, the, the the first time I saw it, I thought it was Photoshopped. So I <laughs> hopped on my phone and I went to HBO Go. And sure enough, if you start it in the app, 17 minutes and 40 seconds in, it's still there. Huh. Well, that's shocking. Well, anyways, they're going to fix it. No, they've made no. jokes. HBO is making jokes about it. But I they know they it. are, but they're still going to fix it. No, no, they're, they're not. It's gonna, there now. People will know. They're not going to mess with the show just for a shtick. These guys are too serious about the show, and they're not just phoning it in the last season. <laughs> but hey, I don't know. Or are they foaming it in? <laughs> <laughs> Coffee humor. Yeah, <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> Although touche, that was amazing. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. HBO is joking about it. Uh, I just noticed that. Uh, in fact, we just retweeted it. It says, uh, "Game of Thrones says news from Winterfell. The latte that appeared in the episode was a mistake. Daenerys had ordered an herbal tea." Mm. There you go. Yeah. See. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it wasn't a coffee at all. They got bits going. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Should we actually talk about the episode? Yeah. Good yeah. idea. About ten, fifteen more minutes. We'll do that. <laughs> Okay, talk about the coffee some more. Yeah, I guess we'll talk about the episode. And okay. then, of course, okay. at the end of the episode, we'll check in on our predictions for the se- season. See how we're holding up. See if anybody's hooked up with anybody. Maybe. I don't know. All right. Uh, I think we should probably start at just the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're wrapping up the death. Yeah. It's a lot of people that died. Oh, my goodness. And... I mean, it was it was a beautiful scene, a beautiful tribute. You like seeing that many dead people? But, that's beautiful to you? <laughs> yes. No, <laughs> the only thing I thought at the end, which I felt really bad for thinking this, after all those bodies were on fire, is that's got to stink. <laughs> and they mentioned that, too. Yeah. Like, the smell of the dead bodies are still in the air. Yeah. You're wanting to go get boned. The- I think, who, who said that? Clegane said that to uh, Gendry? Gendry? Something like that. Because he was looking for Arya. Yeah. Which, by the uh, way, is uh-huh. it? Are, are we to understand that Gendry told the Hound that he slept with Arya? Yeah. Because he was making jokes about it. It made me think, what? That's his best bud. Right. Dude, They're best I totally friends now. Boned her. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm sure he said in a classier way than that. <laughs> Gendry's he's a, he's, a classy guy. He's a good kid. Uh, one and he's thing a Baratheon. Was, yeah, that's true. It legitimized. Uh, one thing I was thinking about whenever the, the funeral pyre was going on is when they cut to Jorah, and he's laying there, and I'm like, that totally looks like Jorah. But that also looks like fire right next to his head. Like, what the heck is happening? And, yeah, the way they filmed it was ingenious. They made <laughs> these, like, contraptions. They had bulletproof gra- glass under those guys. So, Oh, wow. It, yeah, it was, it was, it was cool. And uh, So it was actually them. Yeah, it was actually the actors laying there. Interesting. Hmm. Not sure I would have been comfortable with that. <laughs> I think I would have asked them to go ahead and get the fireproof glass instead of the bulletproof yeah. glass. <laughs> Unless you're throwing a bunch of rounds in there, too. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear <laughs> I don't feel a thing! <laughs> we should have used these and maybe I'd be alive! <laughs> oh, poor Jorah. Poor us, really. For losing him. Yes. Eh. <laughs> Captain Friend Zone. I'm, he's fine. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he's fine, whatever. <laughs> it's fine that he's gone. Whatever. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, then they go into the sad party. I well, mean, everybody seems okay. Yeah, it drunk. started out sad. The, but well, it's a slow progression. As soon as the drink started flowing. It is funny that how just gradual it was. Because yeah. it started out as a solemn occasion. Yeah. They're just eating meal. They don't really want to talk. And the, the hound didn't change at all. Yeah. But <laughs> just really slowly, one by one, it keeps ramping up until it's just friggin' drunk city in there. Yeah. <laughs> Even John, who you wouldn't even think drinks that much, he's stumbling around. Uh, well, and it seemed to kind of start after Gingery was legitimized. Yeah. Which, that was kind of cool. Who's another bastard that would have been like, ah, I should have gotten up first. <laughs> <laughs> if what's his, if was Theon was around. No, he's not a bastard. Theon's not a bastard. He's not a bastard. And if Ramsay was around there. Well, he was legitimized, yeah. too. Damn yeah. it. No one. If John was around. Well, he's mm. he's a Targaryen. He's yeah. legit. I legit that'd be a better way to break it to the people. Yeah. <laughs> I legitimize you as a the Targaryen you are. Whoops. <laughs> I mean, sorry, nephew, I mean oh lover. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nephew lover. You should have addressed this before this moment. <laughs> uh, did you guys notice during the scene that Benioff and Weiss are in it? No. They are the two guys standing next to Tormund when he's given his speech about John, and they, you know, do the cheers thing. Oh wow! Oh okay. Yeah, that's cool. that's kind of a weird speech. I mean, like, you know, <laughs> Tormund's drunk speech. Tormund was the drunkest person there, probably. Uh, but he's over here, just like I can't believe you're riding. You rode a dragon. Like who? What kind of human is able to ride a dragon? And yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, you could just climb on top. Who else can do that? <laughs> She's sitting right there. Yeah. <laughs> She's the one that let him. Well, whatever. She's just fuming. Isn't he the one that cheers the dragon queen at the beginning too? I don't think so. Tormund. Somebody did. Somebody said to the dragon queen. Oh, who did say that? I thought it was him. It could have been him. Uh, the dude was all over the map. Yeah. <laughs> and when he gets his heart broken, it's just so sad. The, oh, my God. That was so funny. Oh man, he was about to drive <laughs> hard to the basket. <laughs> he was going to follow her, and I was waiting because my prediction was going to come true. No. Jamie stepped up. 
<laughs> yeah, that was funny. But uh, and then he's complaining to the the hound. Yeah, the, the <laughs> I'm look, so heartbroken. The look on his face, on the hound's face, <laughs> was amazing. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I was kind of getting from that that they're trying to hint or guide us in the direction that Danny's going to break bad. Like, cause like with the music going and the look on her face. Oh, and, they're hinting pretty hard. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I do think they are walking a line of a mix of is Danny breaking bad and is Sansa playing the game oh, of yeah. thrones. Yes. Is Sansa being Cersei and Littlefinger. Yeah. Um, and I think both are true. I think, I think Danny is kind of, I wouldn't say jealous, but she's got this whole Aegon Targaryen in the back of her mind, you know, focusing on the, the ruling stuff and not the uh, the incest, but whatever. Yeah. Whatever she wants to do. Uh, but, yeah, it's. I think it's, if it were just Danny being insane, it wouldn't, I don't think it would play as well as what Sansa is doing behind the scenes. Right, right. Because, I mean... She like you said, like she she has learned from Cersei. She's learned a lot from Littlefinger. So I don't know. I but this is also why I've made the prediction that Sansa is going to end up dead. See it's what ended up happening to Littlefinger. Yeah, but he was trying to climb the ladder of chaos. Also, I don't think he had what Sansa has behind her. Like a a John. She doesn't have a John Snow behind her, who's also maybe being manipulated a bit by her. But out of all the people left, if there is a throne to sit on, I think Sansa makes the most sense. John's probably the most you know the most well equipped to do it, but he's too obvious and he doesn't right. want it. Exactly. It's, he's already said multiple times he does not yeah. want it. And it seems like Sansa's all in on it. Right. I think Sansa might be a little bit too much like Cersei. She's learned a little bit too much of I mean, the ways I, of the Force. It, it could be. It really could be. That or maybe she learned from Cersei and Littlefinger's mistakes. But who knows? We, we don't know what's going to end up happening with Cersei. So. Who, who said that Starks have a bad uh, history of going to King's Landing? I thought it was Sansa. I thought it was too. I thought she said that to Tyrion. Um, by the way, to our earlier conversation, it was Tormund who said to the Dragon Queen. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. I also I liked the scene between Gendry and Arya, like when he finally finds her. Um, poor guy. Well, he asked what? her to poor be the guy. lady. The, <laughs> I mean, I kind of knew that that was going to be her answer that she. She's not a lady. She never has been because that's, you know, that's more true to her character. She doesn't have to be a traditional lady. She could just be a lady guy around the house. But she doesn't want to be tied down. Gendry, uh, Gendry hit it one time. He's like, I'm in. I'm in for the long haul. Like that's, he's a little too clingy for me. (laughs) Yeah. He texted her on the way home and that's just a little too soon. Why isn't she answering? Uh, send another text. Uh, it's cool if you don't respond. I just wanted to let you know things. All right. Uh, no, oh, God. I left too many messages. Let me call her. No, oh, God. 
I had to come by your work. I just want to make sure you're okay. <laughs> you're responding. <laughs> Granted, he's got a pretty good offer. He's going to be Lord of the Reach. Yeah. It's pretty nice. I would he say, just got legitimized. Yeah, and I would say that, you know what? If Sansa does sit on the throne at the end, Gendry is a perfectly plausible suitor for her. Yeah, yeah, could see that. Plausible, not plausibly. And he's still heir to the throne, if you're going well, by Baratheon rules. Yes and no. No, yes. No, John. If, if you're going by... Got- well, but we talked about this before. It's, you know... Who do you think, I mean, who do you think is the rightful heir to the throne just in general? Is it the Targaryens or Baratheon? Right, or are we or going... Do either one of them have really any claim to the throne? Because they've all, it's all been stolen. Right. At some point. Yeah. Well, and that, that's the that's the thing. Because, I mean, technically right now there's a Lannister on the throne. But yes. she's really also a Baratheon. Yeah, is she still going by House Baratheon or are they just straight up Lannister now? No. <sighs> I mean, unless she changed her last name. Um, Maybe they just call her the Widow Cersei and kind of let everybody else decide. (laughs) Could be. Well, I guess it's going to have to be, I mean, not Greyjoy. I mean, he's supposed to be second fiddle. In in her perfect world, she wins the war. She remains queen. Yeah. Does he outrank her once they get married? Uh, No, No. he would be the, like, queen's consort. Yeah. The first man. Basically, and she'd probably end up killing him eventually, though. <laughs> Don't I mean, think? she'd figure out a way. She'd poison him or something. Yeah, because she she wants Jamie back in her life eventually. In a perfect world, yeah, she would have her child. No, Euron. She hates him. Yeah, she has no interest in this guy other than to make the people think that the baby is his. Yeah, so I'd watch that show. It's the same show we've been watching. Yeah, but <laughs> aren't you watching it? Cersei kills someone. It's Game of Thrones Mad Libs. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'd I'd prefer to see the spinoff show in which Euron is a, a divorced dad. <laughs> Still has to live in King's Landing just because of the divorce rules. It'd be great. <laughs> he has to let his uh, officer know when he's leaving the city. Yeah. And the officer has to accompany him, and he's he's wild. So hilarity ensues. I like See? it. Sells itself. Yep. Okay. So how about Podrick? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ladies' man, Podrick? Yeah. Yes. It's funny because it was in the background during it. I think it was when Tormund was talking to the mountain, or something was happening. The mountain. Not the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> when did the mountain get well, there? Well, Bronn showed up randomly. Uh, but then you, Podrick took in the background, and I'm watching this scene, and I'm like, wait, is that Podrick back there talking to two ladies? Are they leaving the room? Yeah. <laughs> well, she got rejected, so. And what's up with these Winterfell ladies? I mean, all of a sudden, they just all walk in the room and be like, all right, who wants it? And that what they're <laughs> there for, I guess? I didn't think there was a brothel. It's not a brothel. Maybe. They're not paying for it. Are they like groupies? No, I mean, these guys are they are heroes. Yeah, they're legends. True. I mean, I guess if I had my choice between the Hound and Podrick, I would go for Podrick. Well, Podrick's supposed to be quite the ladies' man. Yeah. I'm not sure we have confirmation on why he's the ladies' man. No, we did. 
did we? He's very good at what he does. Well, I know that, but why? What's the specialty here? And I don't want to get into it necessarily. Really? <laughs> I thought they told us. I thought they did. So they haven't revealed it? No, it was the episode they re- so Tyrion is going to reward Podrick by letting him be with a woman at the brothel. There's like three women there. And when Pod comes back, he plops the money back down. And he's like, Podrick, this was a gift. And Pod's like, no, they didn't take it. He's like, what? Did you not? He's he's like, no, I did. He's like, but they gave you the money? I remember that. He and Broad are so confused. Like, I need details. Copious details. And, yeah, we just assume he's really good at what he does. Yeah. All right. Poor Brienne apparently never found out about it. Oh yeah. Oh, she was holding out for the one. Jamie, think she'll ever get with him? Hmm. Are we going to talk about that? Yeah, D. Uh, I think you were pretty wound up about this. I was. Talk what? about it. I was pissed. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, because see, here was the thing. I've been waiting for Jamie and Brienne to hook up. I mean, they seem like. They're good for each other in the sense that Bran kind of grounds Jamie, like makes him more human. Um, so I was I was happy to see that, and it seems that you know Jamie seemed to make Bran happy, made her feel beautiful. I don't know. Um, and then once they they hooked up, and I thought it was everything was all good, and Jamie was staying with Bran, and. You know, it's like, all right, this is going to be a good ending for the two of them. And Jamie's finally breaking free of Cersei. He's over her. And then, bam, they crush it. <laughs> he's going back to Cersei. I was pissed. He's not going back to Cersei. He's going back to kill Cersei. Maybe. That's not is that he, what he's doing? He say, I mean, he's going back to resolve it in some way. Right. He didn't really. He's not, yeah, he's not getting back with her. He might. I don't think that's. I don't think that's in the cards at all. I think he could because the things he was saying were all negative things about Cersei. Yeah, but um, he's always said that though. Right. He's and even Tyrion says that to him. Like you've always known what she is. Yeah, but he's never. Said, he's not had it, guys. No. No. <laughs> I'm saying I'm not saying he's going down there looking to get back together with her, but I'm saying there's a scenario. Where if he now, goes down there and she woos him or something, I don't think she so. could I think win him back. I could totally see him going to Cersei and she lets him through or whatever. She's trying to rekindle this and he's like, no. He's like, actually, you're the worst. Like, I didn't know I was in a terrible relationship till I got out of this relationship and moved on. I, could he have phrased it better to Brienne? Absolutely. That was not a good way to do it. <laughs> well, because... Um, Oh, yeah, he made it. He made it seem like, like he he left her with a broken heart. It made her seem like he was he was never coming back. Like this this is it. He didn't quit it. <laughs> no, and I, you know, he knows that she's not going to leave Winterfell. She's you know swore an oath to protect Sansa. Like she's that's that's her thing. That's she's like the queen's guard, I guess, to Sansa. So she's not going to leave. She's not going to go with him, and he doesn't know if he's coming back. And That's so how maybe... you set up girls in different cities. <laughs> you get a girlfriend who can't leave, but you have to travel. But maybe he was, you know, it's the old <laughs> thing where you break somebody's heart 
in order to spare them you know whatever yeah. comes next now if he dies then i think she'd be pretty sad either way maybe she's yeah. a little less sad this time like <laughs> i don't know but it no, was not she still she still loves him i mean she's loved him for a while i think yeah I thought you were going to say that you, D. I I thought you were going to say that you just hated the fact that they hooked up. And I was like, what no. are you talking about? No, I've been waiting for that. Maybe he's fumbling around with his gold hand and he can't <laughs> undo his shirt. <laughs> well, good <and> Christ. But <laughs> it was such a good moment for both of them because, I mean, like they said on the, the after show, like you rarely see those two so vulnerable and... They they allowed themselves to be vulnerable with each other. And what kind of lessens this scene for me as well is he's he's slobber drunk. <laughs> I mean, he's pretty aw- He's pretty gone. I think she's pretty drunk too. Oh, yeah. of course. They're, they're I mean, not in the right mind to do this. Well, two single in people. In fact, for all we party. know, they tried and it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they just gave up and like I won't sleep. <laughs> It's just mushy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Gross. That's why she was so sad because she's like, it's never going to happen for me now. Ew. I have to get Podrick in here. No. No. <laughs> and then who made the insensitive joke afterwards that he was climbing Tyrion? up the mountain or something? Tyrion. No, that was Tyrion. Yeah. He's waited so long to make tall people jokes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was great. I love that. I mean, it was funny, but it's still. Making fun of Brand's looks. Looks nope. like she's taller. It's not very nice. Deep. Well, he's just saying that Brand's taller than Jamie, uh, and he's no, always see, that wouldn't have been as funny. And uh, no, he was making fun of a person's physical appearance. No, he was making fun of how tall she is compared isn't to that, him. <laughs> isn't that a physical appearance? He was saying Jamie had to crawl up. Yeah, implying that she was taller than him too. Yes, that's exactly what I implying just said. Implying she's a freak. Which is where it's mean. So, you've not objected to any John Short jokes <laughs> up to this point. No, because he doesn't feel bullied. She feels bullied. She, she's what? lived her entire life like this. I mean, he's lived his entire life like that, being well, five two and one hundred and ten pounds. <laughs> he can handle it better. It bothers her. Yeah. Anyways, I didn't mean to get on any kind of soapbox there. Well, you ha- you <laughs> oh, did. Yes, you did. <laughs> well, just in the same way that when I open my mouth, I mean to speak, but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't come in here and be like, oh, I can't wait to talk about that joke Tyrion made. Well, should we talk more about that scene and our surprise ah. <laughs> bronze music hitting? Yeah. How yeah. did he get in there? Yeah, that was my question. I, I I've re- Somebody had the theory that maybe uh, Jamie and Tyrion went to like a, a like a tavern on the outskirts of town or something to talk privately, you know. Because yeah, you're right. If they're in the main hall, there's no way Bronn's getting in there. I mean, yeah. Bronn's good. Yeah. I mean, unless the guards are passed out drunk too. Well, yeah, everybody was pretty drunk, but it was the next morning, right? Was no, it? I thought it was still like middle. It was of the later night. that night. Oh, you're right, because Jamie was there. Yeah. It very well could have been in the morning. Because he slept with Brian. He did. Hey, did you guys see that guy I've never seen before with that giant gold crossbow with lions all over it? Should we should we talk to him? 
Dude, I'm hungover. Let's go get some uh, taquitos. <laughs> Winterfell taquitos. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how he got in there without anybody detecting him. Nobody saw him. He just walked right on by. I just like that his biggest complaint about Tyrion and Jamie is that they don't ever actually pay him. They just make him promises. And he leaves this seed okay with just another promise. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. And well, and that's all Cersei's been doing too, is promising. Yeah. No, no, no. Remember, uh, Kyburn said, hey, there are, there are wagons full of gold parked right outside. They are yours. Like, he, he's, because he, Kyburn made a point to say, like, she's paying you up front for all of this. Oh. So he took it? Took it? Where'd he bring it? Where's his home? Uh, where's that castle with that lady he married? I thought that was gone. I thought they lost that. Hmm. I can't recall. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he lost that, too. They lost it. I don't know if it was last season. I think the, the Sully took it or ah, something. I don't think he has a castle right now. Maybe he just took it to, like, a King's Landing self-storage unit. But... <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't Tyrion follow through on his on a, most of his promises to him? No, like he I got him was, the wife, right? He got I him. That was Jamie that did that. Okay, but they that's all they've done. They got him one wife, and she's how many does rich. he need? <laughs> but he's not rich himself. Like he's not a lord of anything. Being you know in this world, titles mean everything. And yeah. he wants to be a lord. And uh yeah, he was just the the husband of a rich lady who whose father is a lord. Okay. Well. Yeah, and Tyrion uh didn't have the opportunity to fall through with anything cuz he was arrested and tried for the murder of Joffrey. Okay. Uh, yeah. So he wasn't in a position to do anything and then he escaped to Essos. Yeah. To never be seen again. Yes, he's gone. All right. So you're right. They just promised him again. Yeah. <laughs> well, they promised him Highgarden. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty hefty uh, promise. Yeah. Which means they probably intend to kill Bronn. What? Why not? I mean, the only they can't question give you, him Highgarden. Well, the only question you have at that point is if Danny wins and Danny takes over and Danny sits on the throne. A prominent place like High Garden is she just willing to say, to say Tyrion's like, hey, by the way, <laughs> me and my brother, we were in a tough spot and we promised him this. Like, would she be okay with like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah probably. Right. Also, what if those two guys die? Yeah, like, uh, that's true. Yeah. Well, he's also banking on he's banking on either Cersei or one of them not dying. Promise he- me you'll never die. <laughs> Poor Braun. I mean, okay. Yeah. He's a good guy. What? <laughs> no, he's pretty much been the same since the beginning. Yeah. Just a cutthroat. Yeah. He just But we still like him. I mean, oh, yeah, he's, he's funny. A, yeah, he's a likable character, but he's not a good person. But he will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> and yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, he probably killed like 10 people just to get to Jamie and Tyrion. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, and, but I, I see his point that 
most people, in order to move up in the world, they've had to kill quite a few people yeah. or threaten quite a few people. So I, I see that. He's had a fun little journey because we first met him at the air. Eerie? Eerie? What's Eerie? That ca- yeah, the castle in the sky. Is that the Eerie? Or Highgarden? Oh, Wait, you talking about... Uh, no, that's not Highgarden. Highgarden <laughs> was the Tyrells. Uh, yeah, uh, the Eerie with the, the moon door, right? Yeah, the moon oh, door. Oh, yeah. yeah, he, yeah. Uh, he, he fought, fought for, for Tyrion yeah. and won. Yeah. yeah. And that's where we started our journey. Oh, also, Braun was, uh, was he the original one who did that, uh, drinking game with Tyrion and the hooker? Oh, the, the game of questions? Yeah. I think I it was. Recall. I don't know. It was. Okay. Because we got My a call, fav- that we got a callback to that in this where they played it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My favorite Braun moment, if this is the last time we see him, is, uh, it's, it's when Tyrion is on trial for Jamie, or sorry, for Joffrey's death. And he needs a champion. And Braun comes in, and Tyrion's expecting Braun to be like, "I'll be your champion." And Braun's like, "Nope, sorry, this is I came to say goodbye to you. <laughs> My bad. I'm not fighting the mountain." Yeah. Speaking of, if it's the last we see of people, can we talk about Ghost? Because I'm, uh, I'm yeah. not happy about this. My man Ghost was on the front lines. Trotted off with the Dothraki and Jorah, <laughs> somehow survived. Now he looks terrible. He oh, is yeah. in worse shape than any human that's not yeah. dead. He's he missing, needs missing a ear. Cuddle is what he needs <laughs> from his master. And I don't, I don't get to see how Ghost gets beaten and bruised and his ear taken off. I don't get to see any of that. And John just is like, "Yeah, see you, kid." <laughs> yeah. Like, what? He didn't even get say that. that, right? Like he, he, they barely nodded at him. I was kind of pissed off at that how could uh, that seems like such an easy heartfelt moment that yeah. could have happened just right. him getting down and saying goodbye to the dog and maybe even getting a little teary-eyed yeah. the dog gives a little whimper and then you know the women across america start crying yeah i mean why wouldn't they have done that moment unless there's but, something else to happen so yeah i mean i'm hoping that's the case i've seen people say like hey in in the TV show, the dire wolves aren't as big of a thing, and I completely disagree, especially with Ghost, how we've seen him protect John, protect Sam, uh, to a wild extent. Like, it's just, in the past couple of seasons, they're saying that the budget wasn't there, so we couldn't get Ghost. And that's the only thing I can chalk this up to, other than next episode, he somehow saves the entire universe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I don't know. It was... <laughs> and then he can learn how to, he speaks. Yeah. And to you, John. <laughs> Why were you such a dick when we said goodbye? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I was disappointed in that scene. I'm just shocked in him as a dog owner. Well, they, I mean, he's had this dog since it was a pup. Yeah, and he's pretty much followed him. Like they've been together this entire time whether we saw ghost or not ghost was willing to give his life for john on multiple occasions and john can't even give a give him a pat on the head and be like, good boy yeah yeah i can't we can't be done with ghost at this point uh, I, I i hate to think that we're done with Tormund too no we're gonna I, see more of them but they're going say, north of the wall but that that's the thing is 
they I know they did they don't kneel to anybody, but they had Torment says John is a king. Yeah. Like that's why he's a king. And John's pledged himself and all of the north to Danny. How how's Torment and his crew just getting a free pass to go back north of the wall? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Danny's treading pretty lightly here. She hasn't demanded anyone bend the knee and I don't think this season at all. No. Last season, she did it a few times. Yeah. And set <laughs> I mean, people she, on fire. <laughs> she kind of puts sounds on the spot. But she never said, bend the knee. She, she, she even told John to do that when she first met him, too. Yeah. <laughs> I remember... I, I keep thinking back to that episode where they meet each other for the first time. And Missandri... It was a good time to kind of eulogize Missandri. Uh, where she introduces Daenerys to John, and she has all these titles: Breaker of Change, blah 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 blah. blah. And then uh, the Onion Knight goes, "Is it Jon Snow? <laughs> 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 He's a bastard." <laughs> no, that's so funny. Yeah. 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 Oh, well. So, what do we have next? I mean. The dog's gone. Do you want to talk about the one of the strangest military efforts ever? <laughs> Let's bring ten of our best guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, which part are you talking about? I'm talking about how Danny on dragons from Dragonstone, uh-huh. which isn't that far from King's Landing, doesn't notice a Euron's fleet. Yeah. And B, oh, they got supersized scorpions now. Yeah. Um, they got a ton of them. Yeah. On every yeah. single one of those ships. And on the wall as yeah. well. Oh, man. That, that's terrifying. Yeah. And they're a pretty good shot, too, for one of the dragons. Well. That was the, out of nowhere. Yeah. The, what's it called? Uh, the game revealed stuff. The guy that actually makes these weapons, like, he works on logistically how this could work. Um when he was told he was coming back to do another scorpion, but they wanted it extra power, like times ten. He was he, the guy was geeked up throughout the entire thing. But yeah, these things are <laughs> insanely. Uh, he was talking about it. And he's how they would make it insanely accurate because of how many men are manning it. But also, um, when the bolts are shot, they are designed to. They have like teeth that come out and expand around the head of it, the point of it, and it as it's spinning, so it just rips through whatever it hits. Hmm. Yeah, like, it's crazy, and yeah, and Regal gets one through the heart, and I was like, oh, maybe he's gonna be all right, like John, and he got stabbed. Oh, never mind, he no. got stabbed through the neck and the head. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, now he's dead. Tis but a flesh wound. Yeah. Yeah, that was sad to see another dragon go. But hey, you know what you do when you lose another dragon to a scorpion? You bring your last one in front of another bunch of scorpions. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way they can reach us from here. Why is he just hanging out back there? Is it not in Cersei's best interest to just say, you know what? Screw the peace talks. Everybody shoot at that dragon right now. Yeah. Because once you do that, you've completely leveled the field. Yeah. In fact, I'm not convinced that the field's not completely level right now with all those scorpions. Yeah. It, it might not be a takeover of King's Landing. It might be a crawling to the throne because there's really no clear winner at the end yeah. because everybody just destroyed everything. Yeah. Yeah. That. 
That'd be cool. Somebody crawls onto the throne, they win, but then they die, bleed out on the throne. Yes. And then John dumps her body off there and sits on it. Sounds exactly <laughs> like what he would do. Yeah, super sad seeing the another dragon go. So this is our... I don't think it's the first... Well, it, we could probably argue about this, but I think this is the first uh, Westeros Uber trip we have this season to where they go very fast, long distances immediately. I mean, it was further from... It's much further from Winterfell to Dragonstone because we do see them on Dragonstone for a moment. But Dragonstone and the King's Landing are still pretty close. But they traveled from Winterfell to Dragonstone. Oh, yeah, lickety split. Yeah, so we had a pretty significant time jump there. Yeah. I mean... A couple weeks. I mean, it's still... Yeah, it's it's fine. We've come to accept it. Yeah, you have to. Moves the story as, faster. As long as everyone jumps at the same time, which is fine. But like last season, it seems like everybody was jumping at different pace uh, to where, you know, Sansa and Littlefinger were having a conversation as John's going back and forth <laughs> from Winterfell and Dragonstone. I don't know. It, it, it's fine this time because it seems like everybody's jumping at the same time. And then, of course, John and the army are going to be there next week. Yeah. Uh, next week's supposed to be our big battle, right? Mm-hmm. Is that right, Randy? According to Amelia Clark, yes. Yeah, that's what she told me. No. Oh, y'all <laughs> best friends now? I wouldn't call us friends. You wish. Lovers? <laughs> yeah, your word. <laughs> uh, but yeah, tell us about that, Randy. What'd she say? Uh, she just said that the uh, the battle in episode five is supposed to make the battle in episode three look not minuscule and stuff, but yeah, the, uh, the battle in episode five is supposed to be bigger than the one three. And mm. that's a big tall order. Yeah, I've watched episode three, I think a total of <laughs> seven times now. <laughs> Man, it's so good. So it's gonna be tough. Oh, uh, D mentioned something about John yelling Arya at the end of the episode. You yelling about at that? Arya? Oh yeah, yeah. Like he's screaming "Go" to yes. her or something like that. Yes. I, I don't that's, know. I haven't actually. I, I thought I'd heard that, and I haven't turned on the subtitles, so I don't know if that's well, what he says or not. And that's the thing they said that you have to really listen for it, and even in the subtitles, it just says John screams. Well, all right. There's a there's a documentary on The Shining not on The Shining, but about people who are reading into what Stanley Kubrick, like The Shining is Stanley Kubrick's way of saying, I filmed the moon landing and it's fake. And they have all these supporting <laughs> things about it. It's just because they're reading into it what they want to read into yeah. it. So, you could read into anything, anything. Yeah. Until Benioff and Weiss confirm it or somebody from the cast confirms it. I, eh. did I mean, you say it you could say, be. Did you say that you could see Arya running while you saw John? Or did no, you ever see them on the screen together? No, what... Like they they showed little clips in the article that I was reading, and they they said as John stood up to face the dragon, he saw Arya, um, or before that he saw Arya running towards the Godswood or whatever, um, Godswood tree, and so he was trying to distract the dragon. So they said that in hey, what's that? Like a second later, after he yells "Go," you can see Arya go by one of the white walkers or whatever they were and the hair kind of blows or like moves 
<laughs> sure is windy in these uh this godswood <laughs> yeah well i don't know that that's what people were saying and i i could see where it could be that but i, I don't know I didn't actually go back and watch it. I'm just like, well, that that would be. Interesting I believe theory. it to be true. Now, no, I said that that it it would be interesting. I mean, they could have. I think if that were really the case, they could have put it to bed this episode with a dialogue between Arya and John, her just saying something about thanks for distracting the dragon or something like that. <laughs> right. They could have. They could have completely acknowledged it in just one quick line so right. ah. they well, could have but i don't i don't think i think they respect their audience a little more than to just overtly explain things like that well that and maybe whatever they filmed they thought was very obvious you're right they did put a starbucks cup in there on purpose just to screw with everybody <laughs> no well, there have been some things that they've had to explicitly state numerous like they Early on, yeah, they were doing the George R. R. Martin thing of a three-step reveal. Yeah. And here in the later seasons, when they're just trying to get to the end, it's just straight up, hey, here's how things are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, that was for that last one. But, uh... So was anyone else upset with Missandei not just grabbing Cersei and jumping off the wall? Ending it right there. I mean, there's a lot of things that could have happened in that scene that people didn't do. That seems do. like a pretty easy thing to do. No, no but he, Sandy wouldn't have made it that far. The, ha- uh, the mountain was too close. They were standing right next to each other. No, the mountain would have gotten it. Well, at least try, Miss Andy. You're worthless. <laughs> You've done nothing. You're a translator. Well, I loved Miss Andy's uh, final words of basically saying fire everyone up in this yeah just yeah. burn the bitch down light them up 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 <laughs> yeah she, uh daenerys does not need that kind of encouragement she's ready to light it up well and yeah destroy everything but i think that that was miss andy's it was it was a good way of saying like i'm still loyal to you let's win this no, it that was her way to say this. burn it down. Yeah, she just said fire, fire. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, Miss Sandy, do you have any last words, Miss Sandy? Yes, I believe that we all can come together in some sort of <laughs> democracy. Like, <laughs> Danny, don't go all half cocked. Let's just you know wait some things out. No, it's just Jakars, kill everyone. Yeah. Oh boy. I can't wait for her to die the next episode. Danny? Yes, I can't, I can't stand Danny as a character. She's she hasn't been good for quite well, probably since episode 3. But ever since she walked out of that hot tub in her very first scene, it's been downhill since then. I mean, the character is garbage. No. Oh, are we still joking or are you being serious? No, I'm being serious. She's a garbage character. Oh. No, I I like her character. I I'm interested to see where they're going to go with her. Like, is she going to go crazy like her father? Or is she really truly what she says she is? I don't think she is what she's claimed to be all this time. Because she, all she wants now is the throne. That's all she cares about. Yeah. She cares about the throne and for people in the Seven Kingdoms to bend their knee to her. That's all she's caring about right now. Because the whole thing with the stare down with Sansa. And she brought up uh, how Sansa was kind of disrespectful to John uh, to, she brought it up to John in episode one. Like, nah, she's, she is Cersei just with dragons at this point, except not as, what's the word? I'm interesting. 
No, she's. I don't know. She's not as crazy yet as Cersei. <laughs> I mean, Cersei's well nuts. At a certain point, you can see the finish line, and right, you're just like, you know what? I'm tired of being at BSing around. I'm just going for the finish line because it's right there, and we need to just get this over with. So that's what she's doing. She, I mean, granted, she's getting pissed off while she's doing it. Well, I mean, how can you not? I mean, because even Tyrion said a good leader always instills a little bit of fear. It's, it's true. I mean, with in this world, yes. A good leader in, instills a little bit of fear. I agree. Did you say glitter? Yes. They, they include glitter. Glitter instills fear. Understood. Yes. <laughs> it could get in your nose or your eyes. So, yeah, it, it scares me. So, speaking of not liking Danny, uh, what did y'all think about that Tyrion and Varys scene? Yeah. I, I think... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, I love Tyrion, and I really feel like he is starting to doubt Danny as well. And whether yeah. that's as a product of what he's seeing with Danny combined with the knowledge he now has of who's the true who quote unquote true heir to the throne is and you know he's gotten to know John and he knows John's you know fa- father Ned the guy that raised him and he knows that John is also a really good guy yeah um John would be well suited for this position i just think that Tyrion also does not want to get you know doused in dragon fire cuz he you know chooses a different <laughs> side right Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely see that. And I I see where Tyrion also trusts Sansa's opinion. Because, you know, they they kind of went through some stuff. Not really together, but brought them back to the same place. So. Yeah. I mean, my biggest problem with Danny is the only thing she has had going for her is that men fall in love with her. And she had dragons. Really, yeah. everything outside of everything that she has done outside of that has been just because she's had good advisors next to her. She's had Tyrion guiding her. She's had Jorah fighting for her. She's, you know, I just, I don't know. I don't think Danny's a good leader at all. And kind of, eh, blah. Well, all right, Varys. <laughs> well, <laughs> but I think it depends on. What you think of as a good leader is a good leader more someone like John that he's a bit more charismatic, or is it someone? Well, I mean, but Danny's also kind of he's the reluctant charismatic. leader. Yeah. Well, so. Varys and Tyrion in the scene invoke the Harry Potter theme of you know perhaps those that are uh, those best suited for power are those who don't seek it kind of thing. And man, I don't know. I don't. I just. Danny doesn't inspire. I, I feel like she doesn't truly inspire people. People follow her because holy shit, she has dragons. <laughs> My God. Well, she got she got the unsullied because she has dragons and but took the unsullied by force. It was because she's the breaker of chains, right? I, okay, great. Guess what? Hey, the lady with all the dragons just killed our master. And she says we can go free. We have no families. We have no life. We've had our chutzpahs cut off. What are we supposed to do? Well, 
I mean, you're right. I mean, it was strategic, I'm sure. I mean, Of course it was, but... I mean, I really think that if they decided they were going to leave, she probably would have let them She would have let them, but uh, she just... She knew they never would. Of course not. Like, the only ones I feel... The only people I feel that were maybe truly devoted to her are going to be um, Miss Sandy. And Jorah. Because I... Jorah, but he loved her. Um, Dario, but again, he loved her. Well, are um, we going to see Dario again? Maybe. Sure. He, he runs an army over there, right? Yeah. You, he runs, yeah, the the second sons, but you better give me, like, the first version, the first guy that played Dario that went on to be the transporter. <laughs> the toothy one? Just, <laughs> is just a crazy looking long faced man. You yeah. Cannot I want that do one that. back. No. You cannot do that. I don't want toothy back. What I don't if, want oh, hunky bearded Dario back. <laughs> what if they both show up <laughs> and they have some sort of explanation? <laughs> I like or, that. What if there's an army of like a thousand Jock and Hagars that show up? Ooh. <laughs> what are we ever going to see him again? Or are we done with him? I don't know. He could, come, only... he could come and save Arya at some point. Or I was thinking the opposite. I could think after yeah. her role is done, he shows up to kill her. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. And why? Why is Arya going to King's Landing? She's got to kill Cersei. Yeah. That's what her point is. Is she the only one left on the list? So. I actually got into, I shouldn't say it, I got into a debate earlier today about this, because some Ar- people still don't think Arya is cool. Um, really? And, yeah, and somebody cited her list thing. And my thing with her list is, they cemented in episode two of this season that the list can be changed. Because yeah. when Barrett yeah. shows up, you know, and the Hound says, is he on your little list? She says he was for a short time. Obviously, the Hound's no longer on the list. Right. <laughs> she had plenty of chances to kill him. Um Oh, she would own his ass. Yeah, I, I, I'm almost certain the only person that is still alive that she hasn't openly had contact with to take off of her list is Cersei. I mean, she still could have she could have killed Jamie a couple of times. Yeah. So I think Jamie's no longer on the list. So yeah, I, th- I think it's just Cersei. I think you're right, and she's hell bent on finishing that list. Whoever's currently on it. Why? Why Honestly, go by herself? She just gave John this big speech about how they're family, and now she's taking well, she off. She just killed the Night King she, by herself, so I think she's pretty confident in herself. Hey, mm-hmm. by herself, she wiped out the Freys, the entire Frey house, yeah. by herself. Well, you know, she's done a lot. Uh, she's pretty good, and she's going to bring the Water Dancer back from the dead. What is she? Oh, she now has the powers of the Night King. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the Highlander? No. She had the quickening? Yes. <laughs> um, my hope is that she and the uh, she and the Hound kill the mountain together. Yeah. Because like, I like those two together. And honestly, Jamie's got to be the, the guy that kills. He's got to be the one that kills Cersei. I yeah. think so, too. Because, um, <clears throat> I mean, the mountain is easily beatable by somebody who's quick. Because uh, dude slow. from Dorne should have beaten him he just got too cocky yeah in fact he did beat him until he got too cocky right um so i mean i think Arya could well, kill him especially I mean, with the, the mountain not with the mountain would have survived had there not been poison on the blade he would have been fine otherwise i mean scarred yes it's probably has to go through some physical therapy yeah but <laughs> <laughs> is poison against the rules was that cheating 
No, but that's just something. So in the books, that's something that uh, the Viper is known for. That's what Oberyn is known for. He, in fact, they show him putting some stuff on his blade before they fight, and it's poison. Oh, it's just pine tar. Helps me grip. <laughs> <laughs> Helps me grip. But that's why the mountain ended up semi-dying, whatever you want to call it. It's just <laughs> that he had... That's whenever uh, you see him, Kybern pulling out all that ooze from yeah. him. Like, that's blood and poison mixed. Yeah. I, you know... I've had that happen a few times. <laughs> we have to get the Hound versus the Mountain. I, I do not accept this new movement of getting Grey Worm to kill the Mountain. Just because oh. of the Sandy. Mm. Grey Worm? You want to talk about a useless character. <laughs> Grey Worm. For real. What? He just gave some dirty looks. <laughs> but what was he going to do, really? He's grappling with emotion for the first time in his life. I, I do not feel any emotional connectivity to that man. I kind of don't either. No, there's no way you can. I, yeah. He comes from a background that no one could even ever possibly empathize with. Yeah. Okay. So I don't want that guy getting the kill that should be the hound. <laughs> if the hound were dead, okay. But uh. the hound is not dead. The hound is alive and well, and I care about the hound. And I want him to get his revenge. No, yeah. The hound's getting it. Arya's getting it. Grey Worm's... I mean, I, don't, I really don't think he is. He's, maybe all three of them. He could take, take all three. I mean, maybe. I really think we're just probably just meant to see him do some damage in battle. Because he's, you know, an insane fighter. Yeah. And I think that's I think that's probably what she was alluding to with this next episode being bigger than the the last episode. It's just, just going to be gore. More killing? Because, like, you know, Battle of the Bastards, it was just so bloody. Yeah. And disgusting and just, ugh. Uh, I think that's what we're going to get. Well, if it's if it's ending the way that Randy and I predicted, they got to get at least into the castle by the next episode. I think they're going to end it this episode. Mm. I think they're going to have a winner in so. this battle. Do you think so, Randy? And, on who's going to sit on the throne? No, and then not it's, necessarily uh, just that this battle is fought and finished. Well, I think that... So a couple of things. I think that the way that they've cut the episodes this season, um, you know, not each one is one hour, not each one, and all of them are not an hour and 20 minutes, like the varying times. It tells me that they have a certain amount of content, like they want to cut off episodes at certain points for a specific reason. I got to believe that next episode's the entire battle. Or, now hear me out on this, it's an hour, like an hour and 20 minutes. What would be bigger then in episode three, if they had a one hour and 30 minute battle between the living and the dead, what if you had a one hour and 20 minute battle just between the hound and the mountain? That's oh. all the next episode is. <laughs> I mean, that would be a little much. <laughs> they, at the, in the end, they end up just having uh, people fight. What, what's it called when they have somebody fight at your trial? Oh, like. Uh, trial by combat? Yeah, that's it. No, they how choose about, the hound but, and the mountain. But okay, so the fight is solely focused, like the camera is solely focused on them. Uh-huh. But you could see like a dragon occasionally flying by in the back. Like the entire battle is happening, but it's focused it, just on these two. That's what I want. And John hops up goal. behind a rock somewhere in the background, screams at something. <laughs> yeah, and then he jumps down. Like it'd be great. Are you flying through the air? <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Let's do it. So, then, I mean, assuming Cersei dies, or enough people die in this episode, then is, 
I mean, I think they're definitely building up to Danny, whether she's going to... I don't know if she would kill John or I mean I don't I wouldn't put it past her at this point because he he did what she asked him not to do. He told his sisters the truth. What if she says Dracaris to the dragon to burn John? But John goes, uh 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 and the dragon <laughs> doesn't do it. He he's gonna say it like what? Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> I could see he has the power of the dragon. And the but dragon's like, well, the, he's right. He, the, he had power of a Regal. Yeah. Uh, you don't know. It's still Targaryen. Special blood with the dragons. They did do the how to train your dragon toothless hiccup thing with uh, John and, and Drogon yeah. last season. But yeah. I could see a scenario because of the way they had built up the Stark kids telling John, no, you're Stark, all this other stuff. Now they get the reveal. But I could see it to where it becomes... Danny tells him to either choose being a Stark or being a Targaryen, and he has to he you know he has to make that choice. He's either going to have to kill Sansa or he's going to have to kill Danny. And I'm sure instead he would just kill himself. I was going to say, else. yeah, what if he killed himself? <laughs> yeah. I guess maybe if Danny was about to kill Sansa and yeah, Arya, yeah. then and I I don't, I don't think Bran's going down south, but who knows? He. <laughs> We've got to get something with Bran because he warged for way too long in that last episode. Yeah, and he we have hasn't, to know what's happening. They've built him up to be this, the Three-Eyed Raven to be this big character, and he's really not done anything. Except he's the sole purpose that the Night King came south. <laughs> well, I don't know. Apparently, it, if that's if that's true, there's got to be more for him to reveal, or more knowledge that he has than he's leading on at this point, because. I don't know. There's just there has to be more to this character. Or like we talked about last time is maybe we're building up to Bran being transported into the past and becoming the Night King. It could be. Although on something I was watching, the character or the the actor who plays Bran said that if he hears the theory that he is the Night King one more time, he's going to freak out. <laughs> it must be rough for those actors yeah. trying to wait out this season. It's just like please just finish this season. <laughs> Let me cut my hair. <laughs> Let me move on with my career. Randy, you're going to say something. I can't remember. Oh well. Speaking of uh, the funeral pyre scene, whatever they, um, whenever they were lighting them, and John it has Kit Harrington on there. He's like, I wasn't sure if the scene was over because all the fire and the smoke was getting in their faces. And he says he sees Brand just run past him. <laughs> And he's like, well, that's how I know the scene's over, because the, <laughs> the cripple's running past me. Huh? That's funny. I um, I mean, a lot of these characters, uh, I shouldn't say characters, a lot of these actors, they're going to be like people in Star Wars. They can go to conventions for the rest of their lives and say, hey, I was Bran Stark, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I don't feel too bad for the yeah. form. Oh, no. No, of course not. And even... Even the worst of actors can went, go to the conventions. Because I just went to Fan Expo. and uh, Oh, did you get Peter Mayhew's autograph? Uh, yeah, his hand was a little limp. I had to kind of force it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are terrible. <laughs> God. 
Um, he just made like half of our audience cry right now. No, I, oh. how beloved is he really? I mean, I will say, I don't know. I don't know who played Boba Fett. I don't know what he looks like. <laughs> I don't know who played C-3PO. I knew, I know the name and the look of Peter Mayhew for some unknown reason. I'm not even a big Star Wars guy, and I knew that. Yeah, well, because he's that's his one claim to fame, and he yeah. does all the conventions and all this stuff, which you gotta. Hey, right? yeah, why not? But anyways, I was going to say, the cast of Boy Meets World was at the convention. Wait, hold on. Was Topanga there? Yeah, she yeah. was there. I did not... I did not get this emergency text message to <laughs> Japan Expo. Sorry, I didn't know you had a Topanga fetish. Was it Who didn't? Well, that's true. Was it the original Boy Meets World cast yeah, or was well, it the course. current? Of course. Well, I mean, aren't they the same cast? No, because there is the Girl Meets World. I know, but is isn't the, the same new... cast? No, because Ryder Strong isn't in it and what's his face that played Ben Savage's brother wasn't in it. Vader's not in it. Yeah. Well, whatever. The cast of the original Boy Meets World was there. I did see, and I really want the shirts, and I guess I'll put it on one of my cats. But huh? there was huh? <laughs> one of there was a, a girl, a, a woman, I should say, wearing the shirt that said "I'm his Topanga," and then the guy was wearing the shirt that says "I'm her Corey." <laughs> I want those shirts. Why? Because it's fun and it's cute. No. <laughs> Well, especially if you if you wear the Corey shirt by yourself, you just look like oh, who's Corey? Like who the fuck? They were together. Always be together. I I would have recognized it because it had the little paper airplane running through it. Be like the saddest single lady ever. I'm his Topanga. Where's your boyfriend? Oh, I'm single. Okay. (laughs) But got my cat right here. I would prefer like. (laughs) I'm backing away slowly. If you said Zach Morris and Kelly Kapowski, that's far more impactful than Corey and Topanga. Oh, come on. (laughs) They don't have a catchphrase, though. Who? Zach and Kelly. Did Corey and Topanga? No. What's their catchphrase? Oh, you're right. Never mind. Never mind. I'll go with the names themselves. (laughs) I got lost. See, I I didn't listen to anything she said. (laughs) (laughs) So I assume she said some sort of phrase. You're right. It was just names. Yes, you're right. It would work with any name. <laughs> Whatever. I thought the shirts were cute. But Topanga is kind of a unique name that you know what it is. Yes. Kelly is not. All right. Well, yeah, that's why I said you have to do Kapowski. You're just going to really creep out every Kelly you walk by. <laughs> uh, anyways, we've wandered a bit off yes, the Yes, let, let's get back. Place. We haven't really discussed the... Uh, well, now I blanked on what I was going to say. Something with Sansa. Tyrion and Sansa speaking, revealing a secret. Yes. We haven't really talked about that very much because Sansa really didn't hold that secret for very long. And John really didn't do what <laughs> Danny asked. Well, I mean, that was his choice. Yeah. I mean. Uh, but yeah, we, we have talked about that. Just there are multiple characters talking about the same thing yeah there's is there another way besides danny because she seems a little cray cray i don't know plus oh i was gonna say there's hey pinky swear me you're not gonna tell anybody yeah (laughs) cool john what are you gonna do if i do tell someone i don't know i mean it's a betrayal yeah it is and don't they know that that's who sansa is i mean 
She's always kind of been like the spoiled brat one. And granted, she's gone through a lot now. She's gone through some changes. But, you know, we all have that one family member that we know we can't tell anything to because they're going to tell everybody. <laughs> she, I, this person I, was tortured for years. I you can't trust them. I don't know that they've set up the songs of told secrets. I I think they've set up, they've certainly set up that Sansa is a manip you know she yeah. is everything she has learned so right and, but John I don't think John has seen that side of her or understands that side of her I think I really do think that the only people who truly understand Sansa at this point that are alive are Arya and Danny I think Danny sees right through yeah, her probably. yeah and Arya said she's the smartest person I know so Arya completely understands what she's capable of and yeah. this is this is John's dream scenario that he tried to convince Daenerys of that he could tell his sisters and it would still be okay. They would right. it wouldn't get out. Right. Uh so he tried against Danny's wishes, she's like, that's not gonna work because I know Sansa. Right. So he tried it anyways, hoping that it would work. Clearly it's not because Tyrion knows. Right. And now he's told Varys and yeah. now once you tell Varys Well and Varys <laughs> is right. I mean once And he's actively against it now. Right. And he said you know, once eight people know, yeah. it's just a matter of time before, like, a hundred people know or whatever he said. I guess I, I do have a problem with Danny's Danny's concern over the word getting out. My thing about that is how is that ever going to be legitimized or confirmed? Right. Because right? they could say they could say something to the Citadel and wait for some sort of official word. But guess what? Sam stole the book that had that information in there. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, but so, the rumor follows you, and it it always leave this stain on your your claim to the throne and your legacy. Just kind of the same way where you know it was hinted that the uh, Robert Baratheon's kids weren't his, you know, and they wouldn't you know kill anybody who says makes a snide remark about Jamie and uh, Cersei hooking up or whatever. So I mean, I could see how it get it would hurt you public relations wise well, and i mean especially and i think that's what danny is so afraid of is that she sees that people are drawn to john they <laughs> they they yeah. basically they elected him leader whereas she's coming in and she hasn't been elected leader they've been told you're going to follow her you know what i just realized is she has only gained followers of people who have no other choice yeah yeah, she's only <laughs> freed people that were slaves, yeah. and of course, those people are going to follow her. She hasn't, she hasn't gotten anyone in Westeros to follow her. No, but right. she's burned a few people. Yeah, but I, I don't know. It's, I feel like her intentions are good. She wants to make the world a better place, but I don't know. I also see this other side to her coming out because I mean, she basically threatened john and said like we're, we're not going to have a relationship at all um if you don't do what i'm asking you to do so this I, is a side note but while we were talking about this i just remembered it's the veil it's not the eerie oh yeah, yeah. just just real, sorry it's really bothering me that we got that i got that that's right well. because it's the nice of the veil that right in yeah yeah because i'm a dumb dumb and now i'm gonna go sapoku myself <laughs> sapoku Sapuku? Sapuku? Oh, yeah, the act of jamming a sword into your stomach and then oh, ripping yourself open. I thought you were going to play Sudoku. 
Oh. I love numbers. <laughs> I thought you just watched Puka finally. Ooh, I wish. No. <laughs> I, I was going to go get Puka shells. Oh. Shell necklaces. Yeah, don't do that. I mean. Not again. <laughs> uh, so the last thing I have on this episode is uh, I thought it was funny that John was like, I have, a, I have a secret that I have to tell you. It's crazy. I have to keep it. I promise. Blah, 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 blah. All right, Brian, tell him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. And you know, he's not going to have any tact. Yeah. No. <laughs> I well, like... I think he does that because they both trust what Brand is saying. Yes. Because of whatever. They know what he is now. Yeah. Makes him a little cuckoo, but they understand what he is. How do you know this? I saw it. I saw him being born. Oh, there goes I see Brand. everything. <laughs> I, s- I saw him boning his aunt. <laughs> so gross and last night they started making out but then they argued (laughs) there was no boning (laughs) alright y'all have anything else for the episode it was just some heavy petting over the (laughs) clothes gross Uh, uh, nothing like what you and Gendry did are (laughs) y'all All right, anything else? No, I got nothing. <laughs> uh, super looking forward to next week. Yeah. Who else is? Me. Okay, good. That's one. That's two out of three. Not Randy. Yeah. I'll, I reserve judgment until I see the episode. <laughs> it's going to be hard to miss. I, it's going to be... It's one of those shows. It's going to be... Go Down in History is... You know, shows are judged on their finales, you know? Yeah. How are they going to finish it up? Yeah. Can't just fade to black and expect everybody to love it. That's true. They should fade to white. Or blue. Blue would be good. Listen, (laughs) years later... Listen, people are upset at the moment, but years later, the, the Sopranos finale is pretty excellent. Oh, yeah. No, now it gets a lot of compliments and it was innovative and yeah i was just confused but anyways we don't need to talk about that right now (laughs) so there's nothing else are we moving on to checking in on our predictions yeah we should check in on predictions let's see definitely dying do we have any die do we have anybody die in this episode miss andy miss andy and right ragel oh yeah no one put dragons in their predictions. Nope. Nope. No one's predictions came true. Rand- Jorah was Randy's. That came true last episode. Uh, the three definitely living. Let's see if anyone died off this list. Nope. Everybody's still good there. Who will sit on the throne? Cannot check in there yet. Nope. Not yet. Maybe next episode. We'll see. Bold pre- no, I don't. I don't think we can check in on who is sitting on the throne until the very last. Yeah, no, so that's I'm- true. Uh, let's see. Bold predictions. Randy says Brienne dies and Jamie kills Cersei. Still waits to well, see. Oh, that y- looks. You know that looks like it's uh, gone out the window. <laughs> You've uh, made three predictions here in place of one. You said Brienne dies. That was your first one. Jamie kills Cersei. That's your second one. And you say Night King raises the crypts. Which, okay, well, that happened. Yeah. Yes, it did. It, it, it's helpful to have your bold predictions come true when you just list a thousand things that could happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not like I said, 
Danny will sit on the throne. John will sit on the throne. <laughs> Arya will sit on the throne. Oh, that's what I should have done. Make it like an Excel spreadsheet. Danny or John or Cersei. That's a formula. Oh. I like Excel. Sorry. Did I just bring us down? Yeah. Okay. You stopped us with. <laughs> well, no, that was an excellent Excel joke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, D's her bold prediction was new new style. Oh, new style of government and John and Danny rule together. I'm thinking that's not going to happen either. <laughs> and my prediction was Bran and Tormund hook up. Mm. She is heartbroken. Still could happen. And he still clearly loves her. Yeah. And now, and now he's now got a, a dire wolf. wolf in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we'll be able to check in next week on some deaths. Yeah, and and the living list too, because I'm sure some of the living will die. Yeah, as opposed to some of the dead dying. Yes. So hey, that happened episode before this last one. That's true. Some dead died. <laughs> All right, so I guess that's it for this episode. Let's do a quick check in. Hmm. D, what's been going on with you? Um, I don't have anything to recommend. Um, I did go to fan expo this weekend um and i will say that i actually did cosplay this time (laughs) oh no (laughs) i dressed as the 13th doctor and i got stopped quite a few times and complimented and somebody even stopped me to take my picture i was pretty proud and how creepy was that guy i mean it wasn't creepy i wasn't creepy sir (laughs) (laughs) Can I dig your picture? Hey, are you the sushi doctor? <laughs> oh my god, I love the sushi doctor. <gasps> I Whatever. just murdered the first one through twelve doctors. Now I need to- <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was cool. Even the people at the Doctor Who booth stopped me. I'm like, hey, did a good job. I'm like, I know. Yeah, awesome. one of us. It's cool. Wave our wands in the air. It goes, Josh. They don't have wands. <laughs> yeah, don't they have like it's, super secret or spacey no, screwdrivers? It's a sonic screwdriver. Because that's better than a wand. Flathead or Phillips? Sonic. <laughs> oh, God. I want to I see you go like into an auto shop. So, so where are your sonic screwdrivers, huh? Uh, if I had a sonic screwdriver, I would not need to go into an auto shop. I could fix my own things. Does it just fix things? Yeah. It's a key. It fixes things. It's a key and a it screwdriver. It scans things. Scans things. Yeah. How fast can you check out at Walmart with that thing? Not like buying things. Well, like I, I can scan you and see if there's something wrong with you. And there would definitely be something wrong with you. Well, there's multiple things wrong with me. <laughs> So, did you get any cool photos of me with people? Yeah, like or of people. Like, what did you do there? Did you just walk around and expect people to take pictures of you? I mean, kind of, but oh, okay. No, I mean, it's just I'll, I had kids with me. It didn't go as well as I planned. It was a rough trip. Anyways. Well, that sucks for you. What day did you go? Uh, I went on Saturday. Good. I went on Sunday. No. Uh, I did see from afar um, the guy who plays Beast Boy in Teen Titans Go. (laughs) Yeah. His voice? Yeah. 
or you saw the cartoon? The guy who plays his voice. Oh, does he play his voice or does he but, do it? I mean, <laughs> you had people like Zachary, Le- Zachary Levi there. And you're like, I, you know, <laughs> not to toot my own horn, but from a distance, yeah. I saw the guy that voices. <laughs> to be fair, I did not know Zachary Levi was there or I, I probably would have just sat there and stared at him. You know, this is the one that Jason Momoa was supposed to go to, but he backed out. I already saw him at one from afar. (laughs) (laughs) You were so creepy. (laughs) I I bring my own bush and I hide behind it. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get any photos, Steven? Uh, Yeah. I didn't take any of people. I took with people. Yeah. All the hot ladies I could find. (laughs) No, I took a picture with Mickey Mouse and Belle. <laughs> um, I took a picture with Mercy from Overwatch. Cosplay is pretty cool. I uh, took a picture with John Byrne. He's a famous comic... From The Talking Heads? No. Oh. He's a famous comic book artist cr- creator. Um, I was wearing a shirt that I didn't realize that he originally drew that i photoshopped and defaced and made a (laughs) t-shirt so while i was there it was well it's modeled the shirt i photoshopped was for quakecon it was modeled off of x-men 135 um and i photoshopped out the x-men words that the dark phoenix is crushing above her head and i put a q there for quakecon uh so while i was there i found out that he was the artist of that originally so i had to go seek out that comic and buy it and then get him to sign it and and i said i hope you're not too upset but i'm gonna draw your attention to my shirt and he's like oh pretty cool why a q (laughs) and then what is quake cod yeah that's pretty much how it went but i counted up the number of comics i got autographed you saw my picture i shared Mm -hmm. uh 45 comics like a com autographed my god so you were just walking around getting comics signed the whole time oh my god it was the entire day i did nothing else i I got there at 9 30 30 minutes before they opened to get in line for jim lee because he was signing at 10 30 i got my umbrella academy number one variant by jim lee signed by jim lee of course um and then yeah the rest of the day i spent just hustling autographs and then like four o'clock when it was like an hour to go before uh close i just started frantically going up and down the aisles looking at stuff it's like i've wasted my entire life your entire life well <laughs> the entire day at least so that's fun i didn't get kari payton's autograph hmm. i kept going back over there but it was just not meant to be oh well yeah was the line that long? No, it was pretty short. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got in line once, and uh, I was like four, th- three or four people away from getting to him, and then he just walks off. <laughs> and then the lady walks over to him, like, he'll be back at like 2.30. It's like, God. Uh. It's probably better because his autograph price was $60. You should have first. $60? I'm just saying what it is. I mean, I guess if you're signing for both his characters or 
Actually, no, he does what? a lot of voiceovers. He does. And what is he going to do signing for both of his characters? You could get Teen Titans Go signed. Well, no, that's per signature. Oh, jeez. It's not like, hey, I brought, a, I brought a thousand things with me. Now I'm glad. Here's your $60, <laughs> sir. That's ridiculous. Yeah. No wonder these people go to these things. Yeah, they make a ton of money. Man. I'm sure Boy Meets World people are charging 40 50 bucks an autograph. Yeah, I would have paid for that. P- not- Peter Mayhew made out like a bandit. Yeah. <laughs> not to mention photo ops. Those are insane as well. Yeah. Whatever. If I'd have known Zachary Levi was there, I, I would have I stood there. <clears throat> oh, so uh, Randy, I did some homework. Mm-hmm. I watched the first two episodes of Barry. And? Pretty good. Dude, just wait. And this season, yeah, I cannot express to you that uh, the 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 past few episodes have been super phenomenal this season. Hmm. I gotta tell you the uh, the Chechnyan, the bald one. Hell yes, the guy that plays Zaz, he plays Zaz on Gotham, but in this he is hysterical. He was on a I can't remember what other show he was on. It was the main character in that show kept flashing back to when he was in prison, and he was just this al- albino guy, super beefed up. Uh, that was the an- antagonist in the uh, in the prison. I can't remember what it was, but he was terrifying in that show. But he's hilarious in Barry. Just he's so oh. awkward. Yes. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> oh. and he's so upbeat yes. with that ac- and that combined with that accent and what they're talking yes. about. It just it matches up perfectly. Yeah, he's so good. Uh, let's see. Oh, interesting little tidbit. Fear of the Walking Dead started releasing their promo materials for next season. Have y'all seen these? No. Randy? No. Okay. Uh, I'm going to share a little something something in the Discord channel we're on right now. Are we going to ask Randy what he did after this? Or what? Of course. Let's check in. Okay. In fact, why don't you start going while I look for this picture? Uh, really, the only thing I've got, there is a podcast put out by The Ringer, I believe. It's called With a Pencil, and it's Shea Serrano. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with him he's a writer and he brings in two people weekly and they discuss uh john wick and and leading up to john wick uh three which i'm all in on but like this past week the episode was all about who's the best tough guy dog combination (laughs) and so it was like robert neville and sam from i am legend versus you know john wick and daisy from john it's just it's fun stuff like that that they keep going through but um if you're if you're a fan of the john wick universe like i i'd love i've seen each movie tons of times i I love that so much um but yeah that's really all i've got to recommend i don't know if i've seen john wick 2 i haven't seen any of them john wick 1 i really enjoyed is it pretty good number two is it still dog related no, not as much. Um, th- and and two, they continue because you know, in one they set up this weird universe where there's like all this myth, and then at the end of two, it's John Wick is basically ex the assassin community and has a I think fourteen million dollar bounty on his head. Nice. All right, I found my picture. And these pictures are available on our social media if anybody wants to check them out. Randy, here's the... Oh, I guess I'll show D2. I've already seen it. Oh. So, that's their p- big promo image. Do any of these images look strange to you? It does look like he's floating. No, I think Alicia looks strange. It looks like she's jumping out of a helicopter. 
I don't know kind what's of in there, like though. It, her hand, the way it's positioned, it looks like she's trying to make a shadow puppet. Like a duck. Oh, that's Strand. Oh. I, cl click the image and it gets bigger. Or are you just looking at the small image? <laughs> so yeah, that's Strand. Yes, that was the one I thought was strange. So uh, I took a little liberty of Photoshop. A little liberty. And I, and I would like to show you the image I came up with, which is also on our social media. This is what I think he looks like. <laughs> it it looks like he's sitting on the toilet yeah. and shooting, taking a big old poopy and shooting. <laughs> well, except his pants are up. Well, maybe it's one of those flaps in the back. He's got a zipper back there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yes, if you want to see these pictures, go on either you know Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Uh, you'll just see i put both images in there the promo and the toilet uh i think it's uh, yeah i i really am looking forward to the scene to where he's shooting someone from the toilet that they photoshopped him out of for this promo so that's all i got that's fun oh and i want to see chernobyl on hbo that looks amazing. oh yeah that does look good amazing amazing yeah. Schlemiel, right. anything Schlemiel. else? Awesome, Pepper Incorporated. <laughs> nope, nope, I think that's it. Cool. All right, well, I guess we'll see you all next week. It's going to be a lot to talk about. Big battle coming up. Big battle. What if it's all like just talking from a wall down to the ground? <laughs> Should have just grabbed Cersei and jumped off. I'm not going to surrender. What have. did she say, Tyrion? Oh, she said she's not going to surrender. <laughs> okay, well, tell her we're not surrendering. What did she say? Oh, okay, yeah, hang on. Uh, Cersei, they're not going to surrender either. It's just that the whole episode. <laughs> you just got like a line of 50 people 10 yards apart from each other, just passing what? the message. <laughs> Send a raven. You know, really, that's what they should have done because they shouldn't have got that dragon that close, or, or really Cersei that close, especially with just a group of like twenty dudes. Why would you do that? They could, they really could have just sent the army out real quick and charged them and killed them all. Yeah, or just shot those scorpion things at them. Yeah, unless the rest of them were hiding behind the rock. Yep. Maybe. Like John. Yeah. John the Coward. It, it will yeah. be awesome to see one of those scorpions fire a bolt and it just kills. It just shreds one human being to death. Ooh, yeah. It would just flam completely. I'm sure we will see that. All right. Well, I guess we'll see you all next week. Uh, same time, same place. <laughs> same bat channel. Same there was bat no flare on it or anything. It was just, yeah, same place <laughs> thing. We need a uniform sign-off. Goodbye. Like, something like, until then, I'm Steve. I'm Brandy. I'm Dee. <laughs> <laughs>